When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Be sure to listen in the two o'clock hour because we'll be reviewing TMZ Presents Britney. The Price of Freedom. Mm. Be going over that debacle, that horror show again. Yeah, it was but, not very free, but uh, Yes. We do have something that's free for our audience for the next hour. Dawn Wright! That's right. So I'm so excited. You have a very very interesting story to tell. I do. Now, this is a juicy story from a friend of a friend, and it's about something bizarre that happened to her. Uh, I'm going to tell you this story over the course of this hour, and then we'll hear from this anonymous person that we're going to call Sally from time to time to get a feel of what is going on. So, literally, your friend Sally sent you the story. You've got some clips of Sally actually telling you the story, but sure. mostly you're just going to tell me the story. I'm going to sit here and react like a boob. Yeah, and you guys can ask questions as much as you want, anywhere you want. Feel free and to it's going to be the questions. whole hour. Yes. So just buckle in. Get some coffee, grab a Diet Dr. Peepers, yeah. and uh, let's go. Okay. Where do you want to start, honey? Let's start. Uh, Sally lived in Chicago in 2004. Okay. Now, this is uh, these are the days before, like, internet dating and internet 2004, apps. yeah. So this is like, there there isn't Tinder, there aren't apps. To get on, I was single in 2004, and I remember there was an online presence, yes, but it took some work, it was not as ubiquitous as like swipe left, exactly. So, people were meeting each other on Craigslist. Oh, absolutely. And she had recently broken up with a boyfriend that she really liked, and uh, she was very smitten with him. He was British. Oh, fun. Okay. okay. Now, know. she's at the time, she's like in her mid-20s. She's a cocktail waitress, and she's totally heartbroken over this breakup. She's just very, very sad. Have you ever had a bad breakup where you're like, I just need to move on quickly breakup? to Are someone else? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And also, even if it wasn't a bad breakup, I was like, bring me another. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially at that age in my 20s, like, sure. let's go. Exactly. Okay, so she was, since she dated a British guy, she was in love and loved the whole concept of being with someone foreign. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, so. I totally, totally understand. My Actually, my first relationship was somebody from another country. Right. Yeah. So, and that's like a unique experience, right? Because, you know, you have two cultures and two languages and just two sets of you know, approaches to dating. Yeah, so it, it puts this veil of, like, ooh, mystery over yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she dated a British guy, and so um, 
once again, she is trying to date on Craigslist. So she kind of wanted to mess with people a little bit because this is a fun girl. She isn't somebody who's super serious. So just to be clear, she already dated the British guy and now she's going to Craigslist. Yes. After the breakup, which was sad because her Brit is gone. He went back to England. He, you know, went back to his cheddar farm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so she wanted to meet someone foreign. So she put an ad on Craigslist that said, looking for a single person uh, and must be European, please attach your passport for verification. Oh, my God. She was, like, committed. (laughs) Yes. What? Like, that seems, (laughs) like, super ballsy, but also, like, that's, that's homework. Like, that's. A project. She it must is. like a project, right? She like loves to a be project. like. I am going to create a scenario. You must play by the following rules. Right. I am going to post this on Craigslist. She also must be a bit of a like just fun. Yeah. Like, let's see what we can do with this because I think most of us would be like, I'd love to date somebody, you know, British or whatever. But eh, you no, know, she's I gotta, gonna go gonna for it. Okay, so she does that. She's gonna go for it. Yes. She also said she needs a passport for verification because <laughs> that's next level. Quote: I can hear a fake accent a mile away. Okay. I mean, hey, look, she knows what she wants. She was sort of joking about the passport thing, so she didn't think anybody would reply. She didn't think anybody would reply. Like, well, what did she? Was this kind of a goof? Kind of a goof, but she was sort of wanting it to happen. Like something you're sitting around with your friends, and you're like, you know what? I want to date another guy from Europe, so and you yeah. better have a passport. <laughs> now, Not thinking that people would actually bite. Yes, so she ended up getting like four guys who sent her uploaded pictures of their passports. Okay, wow. um, which if the story ended there, it could be weird enough. Okay. Oh, for sure. Now here is a clip of Sally about how she feels when she gets these responses. Okay. Like four guys responding to me and sending me photos of their passports. Which you asked for that if the story ended there, I mean, who are these idiots who are sending me their passports, their actual passports? Um, I mean, who knows who I am, what I could have done with that, you know? (laughs) Anyway, one of them was Australian and the other one was British. Okay. okay. One's Australian, one is British. Also, I do feel like it's it's before the time of us being like super hyper paranoid. That's right. Like I don't think it's that unusual that in 2004 people would upload because it wouldn't have been everywhere on the internet because That's nobody right. knew how to do that. So I, mm-hmm, I which that comes up later. Okay. All right. Digging around on the internet isn't oh. as big of a thing at the time. Oh. So who should she respond to? The Australian or the British guy? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna say the Brit because I'm just a serious, you know, like lover of all things British. Yes. So. All right, Mike. Also it's closer. Yeah, let's do the British guy. British guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well she ended up talking to both. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, the British guy was uh, really wanting to meet up, but the Australian guy wanted to see a lot of photos. He wasn't... Well, meet- yeah, he he gave her his passport. Know, He's right? like, I want to see what... <laughs> I turn about his fair play. Yeah, so he was sort of soft-spoken, the Australian guy. They talked on the phone a lot, but he was not really open about revealing too much about himself. And... Um, they were going to meet up, but then he canceled once, and she wasn't even sure if he actually lived in Chicago. Okay, it felt sketchy, and he this always is the Australian. Australian. He always seemed like he was like there was background noise, like he was getting on the train, so he's using the time to commute 
and then also talk to her, which he also thought was sketchy. Well, I've got some sketchy thoughts. Do you do you want me to not yeah, reveal no, my sketchy ahead. thoughts? No, please. Like he's totally got a relationship going mm. on, and he is using the time when he's away from his wife or girlfriend. But well, that's that just is, my that's my <laughs> right, right. So, um, she she wasn't sure if like. He he was using his free time commuting, and he wasn't very open about what he did for a living. So she just was like, okay, this guy's not really making moves, and it's more work for me than I would like it to be. So the British guy really wanted to meet up with her, and we'll call him Sam Smith for the sake of this story. And Sam wanted to actually meet her in a public place. So after about a week of talking to both of them, she decided to meet up for a drink. Um... But then she was having second thoughts. And my question to you is, should she go out with Sam? Okay, wait. Sam is the The British Brit. guy. So the Australian guy, she just stopped talking to. Should she actually... I mean, of course. Should she go... Okay. I mean, you don't go to all this effort and then not actually meet up with the guy, right? Okay. All right. Well, that's... We'll see what she does coming up next. All right. So stick around. Dawn's going to continue her story when we come back right here on my... Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, if you just joined us, just to reset, I'm telling Bradley a uh, juicy story I heard from a friend juicy. of a friend. If you uh, just joined us, you can listen to the first part at the uh, beginning of this hour. Just to set the table, if you uh, just joined, I'm telling him a story about a friend of a friend I know who went on a date with a British guy that she met on Craigslist in Chicago in 2004. Yeah, so she decided she's going to... Well, you didn't tell me, actually. I don't know. I said that I would go on the date. Did she actually go on the date with the British guy? She did. Okay. She did. Well, I hope so. Otherwise, the story's going to end <laughs> Yeah, real this will be a short story. So she doesn't know. Just to be clear, she has seen his passport, and that is all. That's all. She hasn't talked to him on the phone. She is wanting to mingle. Oh, they didn't even talk on the phone? No, she doesn't talk to him on the phone. Oh. So she made sure to meet him at a bar, at a place that wasn't close to her apartment. Smart. Because she didn't want him to follow her Hopefully home. she told some friends. She's single. She's living in Chicago in 2004. She lives alone. So she's trying to be careful. Um, so you never know who you're going to meet on the internet, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, so, I remember going to meet people that I chatted with on you know, chat rooms in Poor like MySpace. the mid 1990s. Yeah. And I would go to random places. Yeah. <laughs> meet in people public. that You're I like, never, I'm in public. It's fine. But I didn't even know what they looked like <laughs> yes. until, it, oh my God, the things we did. Okay. Anyway, back yeah, to sure. 2004 Chicago. Okay. So um, she decided to tell him where she wanted to meet him. And she picked a place that was like this historic bar. Uh, it's a place where like young professionals go. Okay, so a to, neutral space. Neutral space, but also it's not like a pub. Okay, it's not a dirty old pub, and it isn't Applebee's. So it's like okay, you're talking about like people have come from work. They look professional. Yeah. They are looking like oh they have. Oh, you're jobs. setting this. You're you're painting a picture, which makes me think <laughs> something very interesting is going to show up. Okay, so. <laughs> She's getting nervous now. She tells him... I'll be wearing a red carnation in my pocket. She said, I'll be wearing a red dress. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, that's what you do before the internet. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I'll be wearing a red dress because she doesn't... 
I don't think that she, the only cell phone she has is like a Blackberry or something. It's like minimal texting. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like here I am on the train where you're doing videos and all that kind of stuff. This is 2004. So, um, so she said, I'll be wearing a red dress and, um, which really just, you know, then you could have done a whole romantic comedy about him meeting another woman that was wearing a red dress and they end up falling in love. And then this first one, anyway, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So people were more trusting back then. This is one that wasn't the time where you like thoroughly vetted someone. You're not on Spokio. Right. You couldn't. That's not, you're not the, is that a thing? Yeah. It's a sleuthing website. Okay. So she gets to this bar and good news. He's not late. He's already there. How does she bar. know what he's? Well, because she's seen him in she's the seen passport, his passport photo. photo. Okay, so she recognized him right away from his passport photo. Now he looks a little different because we know passports are like ten years. You know. Oh my god! How do you feel right now? I'm just. I'm really uncomfortable because it's that moment where she's now wearing a red dress, so she can't run away. So this would be dangerous. Like what I would have done if I were to redo this, I would have my red carnation and I wouldn't put it in my lapel until I decide until I saw what he looked like, because she's going to walk in in a red dress and instantly he knows she can't run away is my point. That's right. So she sees grizzled version (laughs) of passport man. Yeah. Yes. She's out of luck. Okay. Um, So. Uh, she recognized him right away. Um, he looked a little skinnier and a lot rougher than she expected. Skinnier and rougher. Okay. Okay. So in the early days, maybe 10 years ago from his passport, he was more built. He looks like he's been through some rough times. Now he does not see her. He's sitting at the elbow part of a bar. Okay. So she has come in and seen his profile and seen this is the guy. Okay. Okay. Um, now, most people in this bar are in business attire. Yeah. Okay. What is he wearing? It's not a tourist he said stop. And most people are coming from work. Um, do you want to know how she described him? Yes, I do. Okay, let's hear the clip. Well, oh, okay. I could tell right away that this was not the guy for me. He was, uh, he kind of seemed like the sort of British guy who gets in like like bar fights and he was just real rough around the edges this guy <laughs> oh my god what does rough around the edges mean <laughs> well, like does he just sitting there brooding like uh, or is he like what was it about him that made her think he was rough okay so it's his looks are different than the picture he okay. looks rougher somebody who's not what does that mean like unshaven unshaven um uh his Ill-fitting his hair clothes. is super short, like a crew cut. Okay. And in the passport photo, I mean. he had more of a styled haircut. And he's unshaven. He has a uh, neck beard. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's wearing dirty tennis gear. shoes. Okay. Now remember, everyone's in business attire. Yeah. Adidas track pants oh. with a red stripe on the side Ooh. and a black tank top. With chest hair. Oh my god! Thanks that's train when, spotting. That's when you turn around and leave, <laughs> and you. This is your one chance, and I know she's not doing this because we still have the rest of this hour to talk through the story. <laughs> okay. So I can only imagine where it's going. But if there was okay, a chance so to change history, question. right? So would you stay, or would you leave? To be quite honest with you. The old me in 2004 right. would stay. That's right. Because I would have felt obligated and I wouldn't want to hurt that person's feelings. Right. And I would have a miserable time and I would feel like I shouldn't be here. Do you? Are you, are you Sally? <laughs> Am I Sally? Are you Sally right that's, now? I've been through that experience where you show up and you're like, okay, this is going to be friend zone. Yeah. But hey, maybe you got a new friend. I don't know. Let's. This is when that's I start right. pedaling around my... My optimism. I mean, it could be a great friend. Maybe he's got a hot other friend. You never know. You never right, know. Right, right, Okay, so she turns to leave. Oh, so she's going to leave? Yes. Okay. Also, she oh, no. notices he's like, whenever hey! she he turns around that he has a rat tail. No, no. He has the shaved head and a rat tail. No. Okay? No. Okay, I'm She out. turns to leave. <laughs> of course she does. He yells out at her. No. Oi! Sally, is that you? I think it's you. It's Sam. Oh, I can just feel her body tense up. <laughs> she turns around like. Yeah. So she wants oh, to leave. But oh, she, she can't oh. just. She wasn't close enough to the door to make a break for it. <laughs> she really wants to, though. She knows right she away she's not have. interested. She could have. She tried better, to leave. Better souls would have found the energy to just keep walking and never look back. But right. something tells me, Sally, Sally is just too good of a person. That is, uh, I think you're right about that. And we have to remember, like you said, in 2004, we didn't have a bunch of options to meet people. It wasn't like you could just go back on Tinder and literally meet somebody. Well, also, it was day. kind of sketchy to like be looking for people online. I won't right. say sketchy, well, I because I was one of those people. But I know that it, the popular culture was still very skeptical of people who did this. Like, yes, even, which is why she hasn't told any of her friends. Well, Sally, girl. <laughs> Just send him the podcast. Okay, so Sally is literally frozen in she's her tracks. frozen in her red dress. And she's like, I can't away myself. <laughs> yes. But wants to. Wants to. Because there's a rat tail inching in her future. closer. <laughs> but, you know, again, she could just think, you know what? I'm going to have a nice drink. And I'm going to say nice things. And then I'm going to leave and never see this man again. Yes. So she says, now based on looks alone, she'd already decided that he's a little too rough for her taste. 
Okay. And um, so they sit down and he actually offers to buy her a drink, which mm. she didn't expect. That's sweet. So she gets a glass of wine and he suggests that they move from the bar and sit at a booth for more privacy. Okay. Any questions before we, well. No. You have to find out what happens next. All right. So you're going to tell us what happens story. next. If you guys want to know what Sally ends up doing with her new British friend, you're going to have to listen on the other side of this break. To the adventures of Bradley and Don. This really is an adventure this hour. Mm-hmm. It's going through the rest of the hour. Find out more when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. Life really is better on the water. And my talkers, I'm here to tell you that you can get on the water this summer with your whole family, with my friends at your boat club. Think of those summer days on the lake with friends and family. But how about this? None of the hassle. Your boat club gets you on the water in no time. And they've got 30 locations in Minnesota alone and flexible membership options. They take care of the work. You take care of the fun. Literally, you just show up, boat, and head home. It really is that easy. They have a number of ways for you to enjoy summer on the water. Just head to yourboatclub.com, whether it's memberships. And by the way, they've got a trial membership available for you for just $19.95. Also, tons of options to upgrade, but you can also do daily and multi-day boat rentals. To get busy enjoying summer, head to yourboatclub.com today and tell them Bradley sent you. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're going on a journey this hour. If you just joined us, let me reset the table here. I am telling Bradley a story that I heard from a friend of a friend that we'll call Sally. It is some hot goss. And it's something (laughs) old juicy gossip. Like this is a throwback. I love it. Yeah, 2004. She lives in Chicago. She's a cocktail waitress. This is a true woman, a real story of Sally. And she decides to get a Craigslist date. And she's into foreign guys. Okay, so you can listen to the beginning of the story at the beginning of this hour. We're about halfway through. So last uh, we spoke, she has arrived, found the man not to be what she thought. Right. Would prefer to just keep walking back home. However, he recognizes her. <laughs> recognizes her and invites her to a booth to have a cocktail. Yes, what and she, she has a glass of wine, and he's probably drinking like Mad Dog 2020. I mean, um, you know, at least he knows what he wants. Yes. Um, so she doesn't really know what to talk about. Um, th- during the date, she asks. Oh, asks I've been on, I mean, tell me you have not been on this awkward date before. <laughs> it's so awkward because they're not. They're kind of just looking at you a lot and sizing you up and licking their lips and, you know. Just like, <laughs> licking their lips? <laughs> I don't. He didn't say he did that, but he was really obviously interested in her. Okay, now she wasn't, the dress, it it wasn't like sexy, but it was like, you know, a red dress. It was a flirty dress you would that's, wear like to a That's a bold a move for a first date, I but will say. But it's 2004, say. you know what I mean? No, I don't. Okay. What do you mean? I think that in 2004, people were more into like, if you like pina coladas or getting caught in the rain. <laughs> You know, they were into like, I'm going to wear a red dress. She recognizes she knows it's cheesy. So you can feel free. I'm still over here with like, why are we doing the pina coladas? Oh, that's a song about two people that meet up. And just do it. <laughs> they, they're, they're, a guy <laughs> I don't know where you're going. puts out a personal ad. Have you ever listened to the song? No, the pina I guess I've never <gasps> listened to the actual lyrics. Oh, my 
I just know it's about pina coladas. What, okay. Mike? I said it's great. It's Rupert it's Holmes. Great. Yes. Rupert Holmes. You got to listen to it. You'll laugh. Okay. okay. So she's doing the pina colada song. <laughs> she is, except, to, yeah. So she met this guy on Craigslist. He is British. He is not what she thought. So during the date, she asks, how did you come to this country? Did you come here for college? Okay. Now he laughs pretty obnoxiously, like people turn around and look at him. Oh, God. Okay. And so he's got an awkward laugh. He does. And, and she also tail. notices whenever he does that, that he's missing a few teeth. Oh, I mean, you know, look, everybody's on a dental journey. That's true. He doesn't seem like, it seems like they might have been knocked out at some point. Well, it, you made him sound, well, she even says he's rough around the edges. And he is somebody who would get in a bar fight immediately when you look at him. See, this is why, <laughs> this is exactly why whenever Biatches complain about the internet and yeah. everything we have to deal with today, no, just be grateful you're not doing a courtesy first date with a guy that has no front teeth and a rat tail that you thought <laughs> was something else because you had to upload a photo <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying there are some benefits to the world we live in now. You can, the swiping isn't as bad as I think we thought. Okay, okay carry on. So, um, just, and also they aren't his front teeth that are knocked out. So he has one over to the side okay, well, and then I've another one on the bottom okay. that are not, is knocked out. All right. Okay. So he laughs, laughs obnoxiously. Cause remember, she just said, did you come here for college? And, and he's he like, goes, college? Yes. He goes, college ain't for me, but that's nice of you to think that. <laughs> okay. So he really is an extra from EastEnders. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, he says that his ex-wife is American. Ah. Okay. So, so he, he came to he this country here. with his ex-wife. Yes. And now she is like, okay, I'm... I'm not going to press any further because I don't really want to get into somebody's ex ex and yeah, that's past. like the best thing to do on a first date is like, why did you break up with your ex wife? <laughs> no, yeah. no, exactly. Okay. So, um, she stays on the date because like you said earlier, she feels like, Hey, I might meet a new friend. Yeah. You never know. You know, just meeting people. She loves to travel. <laughs> Today, people would be like, I might get murdered, so I'm out of here. Like, you know, again, back then, I feel like we just cut That's everybody right. so much slack. because We're innocent. Yeah, like, just, you know, you never know. I mean, what's the worst that could... It's fine. And we didn't plus, spend, you know, like six weeks watching the ID channel nonstop. <laughs> That's totally true, yes. So she's thinking, he doesn't know where I live. He just has my phone number, Okay. Um, so she stays on the date and, um, she definitely doesn't have him walk her home or anything like that. After a couple hours, they end the date. She takes the train in the other direction on purpose. Good girl. Okay. Now that turns out to be a very good decision. Oh no. Why? How do you feel right now? I'm, I'm scared because a very good decision means like coincidentally, she found out later that he lived right (laughs) next door to her. Okay. So then after the date, he texts her right away because, you know, they have like just a texting phone that yeah. you have to go ABC. Yeah, I know, blah, and it blah, takes blah. forever. Right. And you're like, oh gosh, I got to go back. And so he texts her right away. She doesn't answer. Then he obsessively no, texts no, no, her no, 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 and no. messages nope. her. Nope. He would not leave her alone. <sighs> he would text her all day long. Like, what is he texting? Do we have an indication? 
I think he was texting her to ask her out again. When are we going to meet again? You looked really great. You know, I really want to get to know you. But in a it way is that's so, creepy. It is so. And even if somebody's not doing it a hundred different ways. Yeah. I remember that feeling of like you you get that text and you're like, I have to ignore this text. Otherwise, they're going to I mm-hmm. can't keep encouraging this because otherwise they're going to think I'm interested and it's not fair. But, so I should just not respond. But here's the thing. Ghosting oh. really wasn't a thing back then. All right. It wasn't yeah. really a thing where people just do it now left. I feel like. right. OK, maybe but it's more so a thing now. She wanted to kind of give him the cold shoulders. So every 10 texts, she would maybe go, ha ha, that's funny or whatever. Yeah, like okay? just not not engaging, just being like, hell, hell, hell. Then she tells him eventually, I can't go out with you anymore. I, I'm just not interested. I okay, so like she's to be firm. more than friends. She okay, good. finally wants to put a stop to it. Oh, God, and she's even allowing friends. Because that's the thing where you're like, we can just be friends. And mm-hmm. you're like, I, but I don't even want to be friends. Because let's be clear, if you wanted to be friends, there might be some chances. Yeah, that's okay, right. Go on. Then one day, oh no, she gets an email from someone. Oh, God. Someone? The email is a, doesn't have... A, she doesn't know it. It's just a series of numbers or something. It says... How do you know Sam Smith? Oh, God. His wife and children want to know. Oh, God. So he's still, oh, oh God, yeah, he's so married. he's still married. Oh, he's married. Now, should she message this person back, meet up with this person? What do you think is happening? Okay, well, first of all, I feel like I have now stepped into somebody else's drama. Yeah. I am now an ancillary character in their family issue yeah and i want to remove myself but again there's also a part of me that is a little (laughs) you're you don't know who this is i want to understand what's actually happening like i i feel like she's going to involve herself in a way that she's going to probably regret right that's a good instinct because she does not email back the mystery person oh okay she contacts him no no no, you. Oh. My but God, I guess. Feel? Well, wait a minute. No, I'm now. I'm like now. I'm arguing with myself <laughs> okay. because I do think it's dangerous because you don't know that woman or that person. It's just an email. Yeah. So she didn't email the person back. The person you don't know if it's a man or a so, woman. So okay, who it is. okay. So I guess I could understand then just going like, hey. Mm-hmm. What's this all about? Mm-hmm. And seeing how he reacts to that. That is what she did. Okay. So she contacted him. She said, I got this email from this random person. This is what it said. It looks like you're married with kids. You lied to me about being divorced. I never well, want to talk to you in. again. Oh. I don't want to talk to you. I already told you I didn't want to see you again. And now this. So back off. Lose my number. He tries to explain it away, saying they weren't together anymore, and she's just jealous, no, and she's trying no, to stop him from moving no. on with his life. She's finally getting it. Just go. Run. <laughs> right, right. Run! <laughs> Run! Well, she doesn't hear from him again for about a month, and okay. it looks like she's dodged the bullet. Okay. The next thing that Sally knows, she gets a call from her friend, Karen. Now, Karen is somebody she met while teaching English overseas, because Sally is bilingual. Okay. Karen's very smart. She has a great job. She's actually a translator for the Chicago courts for people who are going through domestic violence cases. Oh, God. Dawn. Are you scared? Yes, because how how the heck is Karen coming across? Uh... Karen calls her. Okay. Um, Out of the she blue. She did not call. She had, didn't tell anybody that she put an ad on Craigslist. So, looking so for Karen doesn't guy. know the no, history. she does not. She doesn't know that she walked into... 
The hellscape. Like a true crime podcast. That's right. So she opens the message. She just, Karen says on the phone this. And here is Sally herself saying what Karen said. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Do you know a guy named Sam Smith? And I was like, ugh. I'm like, first of all, why is Karen calling me asking me about this guy? Like, I didn't even, I didn't tell anybody about this dude. And I was like, yes. Oh, God. I went on a shady date with him, and then I never wanted to talk to him again because apparently he was married. And she goes, well, your name came up today in court. No! What? I was like, what? Apparently, this dude was in court for domestic violence <gasps> against his wife. Oh my God, but why? And then I came up as a part of the defense or whatever, saying that he had been having an affair. <gasps> and I guess my name and email came up as a, you know, in the testimony. Oh my God, no. And Karen was like, what? I know her. Again, if the story ended there, that would be enough. No, where <laughs> can it go next? <laughs> well, you'll have to find out next. Oh, oh God, <laughs> Don. Yes, on My Talk 107. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Um, you just clicked in now and you are in the middle of a juicy story juicy gossip yes it's some juicy gossip uh, this is a story from a friend of a friend and it started at one o'clock after the dirt alert so if you're just joining you might want to listen to the first part yeah go back and listen to the second hour of today's show yes or you might just want to save it who knows but yeah, we'll put it up in our podcast but basically i mean like we could really quickly just say uh, a gal went on a surprise blind date well not a surprise blind date but a blind date and oh my god yeah i didn't think we'd end up here wherein she's now getting a friend calling her saying her name was brought up in a domestic violence case her full name in court her email address read aloud in court after just going on one date right a blind date with a guy in a bar and then she ends up (laughs) <laughs> getting dragged into court. Ah! But but wait, there's more because when we were just leaving this mm-hmm. last segment, she's like, hey, if the story just ended there, it would be crazy enough. But yeah. guess what? It doesn't. What? Okay, but this is this is the last segment on. We have to find out what happens to <laughs> Sally. Okay, all right. So let's get back into this here. Uh she gets really freaked out, knowing uh, that her obviously. name has been read aloud in court. Yeah, um, and her friend is calling her like, hey, your name just came up. Yeah, allowed in court. Oh, she was feeling very vulnerable. And now the <laughs> internet wasn't good enough yet where you could like do a reverse phone number and find people at the time. This was yeah. like early 2000s. And also we weren't that paranoid. Right. Now, she also happened to We're be smart. working at a very nice hotel restaurant on Michigan Avenue. Okay. Okay, she's a cocktail waitress. Um, so one night she's working. It's been about a month since her name was mentioned in court. Okay. Yeah. She looks outside. Oh God! And sees no. The guy. Someone standing no. under a streetlight oh, late God. at night, carrying oh, into no. the restaurant. No! Is it him or is it his wife? It's a person 
standing under the streetlight. Mike, who do you think it is? I don't want to know. I'm terrified. Are you scared, <laughs> this is not Mike? Good. Yes. You're scared. They're waiting out there for... Yeah. Okay, so... This is when you have a friend walking like your It's like a car. movie. It's like Alfred Hitchcock. There yeah. is like... There's a street light, and it's like an, a person and you just standing turn, just staring And there's somebody in, with a cigarette hanging out of their in. mouth staring at you. So she, she runs to the back. She isn't sure if this... It was a male. But the person is staring at her? That's what's got her so it's, creeped no, out? No, the person is staring into the restaurant, but she isn't sure if the person saw her. Okay. She had no idea how, you know, if it was him, whether or not but she she's knew on where edge. she worked. She doesn't know how he found out where she yeah, worked. Well, she also doesn't know how her name ended up in a court case that <laughs> yes. her friend happened to be a part of. So yes, she I understand a, she her. She talked about that. She's so terrified. So she runs to the back. Um, this is a guy, once again, who was in court for beating up his wife. Oh, God. This is so terrifying. It might have been because she was thought to be his lover and the woman got mad. She's scared. She doesn't know. Okay. So she goes in the back to find this other, um, the hostess and says, or, or, or another, um, person working there. And she has to admit this crazy story to okay. this coworker. She's like, look, we look, don't I have any time. I went on a crazy date with a guy <laughs> yes. and he had some problems yes. and here we are and i think he's outside under a lamp yes <laughs> she's like can you please take over my tables i'm oh gonna my stand back can you here imagine and your friend out. okay fine I, I feel like if you work michigan avenue you've heard crazy yeah, stories yeah. So, before so she stays back there and she's doing whatever server duties she can to help this person so the person she has to take her tables comes back mm. and says this mm-mm, mm-mm. here's a clip he called this restaurant and he asked if you work here. He oh. called and he said, I know that works there. Um, is she working there tonight? And my friend said, oh no, she's off. She's not working here tonight. Oh, thank God for the, the quick thinking friend. That's oh, right. So God. it was Sam Smith. Because I would be the idiot who's like, oh yes, she's here. You want to come down? You want me to get her on the phone? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so she's terrified. She doesn't even want to leave. So of she, course. She I don't blame her. I'd so, hide in the fridge. That's right. So she got a male coworker okay. who was one of her friends, yep. um, one of the other waiters, to walk her home, get on the train with her, and walk her up to her door okay. every night. Smart. For a couple of weeks. Oh, God. Poor thing. He would ride the train with her. That's so nice. She's terrified every night. I'm sure. She wants all the tables in the back of the restaurant so he can't see in. She's afraid he's going to come in. Yeah. Um, Rightly so. Yes. Yeah, so, this is real paranoia. I mean, even the dude was scared. Like, he was like, I hope I don't get clumped over the head. Right? All right. So, this is when she does know what's going to happen. So, this is when her guardian angel steps into her life. Like a real guardian angel? Well. Or like a police officer? No. And do you think, like, would you call the police at this point? Because I asked I don't know. I mean, well. I, I honestly, I'd like to hope that I would, that the younger version of me would. But I, I feel like I just would be so naive and like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll all just blow over. We just have to like, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. I would not have been good in a situation like this 20 years ago. Okay, so here comes her guardian angel. Okay, who's her guardian angel? Karen calls again. Karen, oh, once Karen, again, works was, with the court. She's a translator yeah. in the So Karen's Chicago seen courts. some stuff, and she I trust has. Karen. I feel like Karen's going to make some stuff happen. That's right. I want to remind you that uh, they're both bilingual, okay? okay? 
So Karen calls and she says, hey, I have this job that I would really love to take, but I can't take it. You'd have to completely change your life. I was offered a gig at a really good English teaching school, and it starts in two weeks. So you'd have to break your lease. You speak Spanish. This is perfect. Do you want to move to Spain? Oh, God. So she has a chance to, like, get the heck out of Dodge. Bye. Do you want or to should move? I say, hasta la vista, baby. I'm out. Do you want to move to yes, Spain for a year? I, of course I do. Oh. Don, I don't need a guy chasing me to move to Spain for a year. <laughs> You're going to find the money to get out of your lease, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two weeks. You know what life, I would do is I'd go to my, my property owner and say, there's a guy that's been following me for the last two months, and I got a job in Spain. Can I leave? Right. So I mean, you want to know what happens. Yes. It's a big change. All right. Here we go. This is what happens. And then I left for Spain, and I never had to worry about him again. Oh, God. But, yeah, I wish I could remember his name so I could see if he's in prison now. Yeah, maybe. So the moral of the story here is don't ever try and meet somebody on Craigslist. Yeah, well, I think that's a good idea, Sally. Also, I really want, I don't know about you, Mike, but I want the end of the story to be, like, after we did this story. No, I don't. I mean, you could just see this movie getting Absolutely. creepier. Absolutely, this is and a creepier. real life story, though. Yeah, this I'm is so glad that she. Of mine, yes, she is fine. She moved to Spain. She had the oh, time of God. her life. Um, she, yeah. She's... Don't you just love the universe opened up a door and kicked her right over to Spain, so she wouldn't have to think about that ever again. That's right. <gasps> oh, Don. How do you feel? Do you feel like you need like? Well, I was like, I don't know how anti-inflammatory medicine. I felt like he was going to have to go to prison because I didn't know how else this was going to end. Right? Does it know? Yeah, I was the same. Like you said, would you have called the cops? I think I would have. I would have been like, no, he's standing outside the window waiting for I me. I hope I would uh, do that. I don't know. I don't know. A 20 year younger version of me, That's again, right. just felt like, I don't know. I wouldn't have had the wherewithal to, like, you know, get the gumption to make that happen. But wow, your friend. Woof. Sally, Sally, Sally. Gosh. Can you imagine, like, have you ever been on a blind date? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you want to hear the whole story and you just joined us, you can start at one o'clock. It's the second hour of the podcast and hear our juicy story, Sally <laughs> and the crazy uh, Craigslist date. Sally and the crazy Craigslist date. It's like uh, Nancy Drew. Right. Uh, love it, Dawn. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing that story. It was a lot of fun. And when we come back. We are going to kick off the third hour of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn with an interview. A very special guest will be joining us, not Sally, when we come back right here on My Talk.